Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Midwife Life. My name is Jasmine, I'm a registered midwife and today I'm going to be talking about water births. So, I'm excited about this topic today because I love a good water birth story. Um, so, we're going to delve right into that. So, what is a water birth exactly? So, it's pretty self-explanatory, but a water birth is when a lady labors and births in a pool of water. So, you know, when you typically think of that, I feel like if you Google it, um, you know, you've sorry Frankie's here with me you've got the lady in the big blue bath you know watering with all the beautiful lights around her um, so typically that kind of vibe is a home birth or a birth center where you see all the blue bath with the fairy lights and stuff like that um, but definitely sometimes some hospitals do have those kind of baths but most of the time in a hospital setting they have like the fixed white baths um, so it really depends what facility you birth at, um, to whether they have baths or not. So if you are interested in having a water birth, then just speak to your midwife, um, or if you go to the clinics or something, speak to them at your clinic appointment and yeah, find out if they have baths. All right. Before we proceed any further, I think Frankie wants to say hello. Whoa, okay. Crazy boy. So Frankie's my little miniature dash hound. I uh, introduced him in the last episode, but if you didn't listen to that, then that's all good, I'll forgive you. Um, but he is full of energy, and he is a little bit obsessed with me. So he just wants to sit in here while I make my podcast and chew on his chew toys. So if you hear any barking or anything in this episode, don't blame me, blame the dog. Yeah. Ow, he's a bit wild. He just bit me. But we're teaching you, no biting. Anyway. Oh, jeez. Little Frankie. What a crazy ball of fun. Moving on. Sorry about that. Another thing that I love about water births is some of its great benefits. So if you can imagine a contraction, right? So pretty much at the top of your uterus, it's stretching open. And while that's stretching open, the bottom of your uterus is stretching thin, so then it can dilate. So imagine like, you know, the bottom of your uterus, it's going thinner, 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 and it's opening and all those cells are creeping up, 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 up to the top of your uterus and it's stretching to push the baby down. Um, So, you know, that's what's happening in labor. So that can often feel, you know, very tight, like your whole stomach will feel quite tight um you're you'll get some kind of like period cramps like deep it feels like really deep in your vagina because your cervix is getting really really thin and opening so that you know naturally that's going to be a little bit painful so not a little bit kind of a lot sorry sorry not sorry but it's the truth um so it goes quite thin um lots of women say that they feel back pain as well in their lower back um that's because the baby's moving down 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 so you get a lot of pressure on your back and things like that as well 
So I'm sure what I'm getting to here is when you're experiencing that type of pain, what do you normally go to? I feel like most people go for like a heat pack, right? Like you'll go for something that's warm that you put on to help the cramps. So as you can imagine, sitting in a nice warm bath is super beneficial pain relief as it's helping relax all that pain that you're having. Um, so while you're sitting in the bath, when the contractions come, that's a really great natural way to cope with the pain before jumping to something like morphine or an epidural or even the gas. So yeah, definitely give that a go. If you've been moving around the room, you know, trying different positions like exercise ball, beanbag, all fours and stuff like this, and you just feel like that's not cutting it, then maybe sitting in the bath is something that will really help you cope with the pain. So yeah, number one benefit, great pain relief option. Number two, so this is another great thing, is that when you're in the bath, um, for the woman, you're really creating your own space. So, you know, all the midwives and like whoever your support people are will sit around you and comfort you. But, you know, because you're in that, you know, bath of water there, you've really got your own space to labor and be by yourself. So really you're fully in control when you're in the bath. So I think that's something that's really awesome and empowering. Um, when you're laboring in the bath, you've got that own space and pretty much every time anyone touches you or does something, you know, we are inviting ourselves into your space. So like, obviously we should always get permission if we're checking heartbeats and things like that. But I think in the bath, like it makes everyone a little bit extra thinking, okay, you gotta ask before you check the heartbeat and do a blood pressure and things like that. Um, so if you're the kind of person that doesn't like to be touched too much and you just want to labor by yourself and just relax and get in the zone, then laboring in the bath might be something for you. All right, so now to get into the risky business. So I don't want to go too deep into all the risks because I don't want people to freak out and think, oh my goodness, I'm not having a water birth. You freaked me out, Jazz. But before I talk about the risks, like, Anytime you have a baby, even while you're pregnant and then you give birth, there's always risk, you know, like you're growing a baby, you're birthing a baby. For some people, it goes very smoothly and that's great. But for other people, they have complications and things go wrong and, you know, that's just part of having a baby, unfortunately. Sometimes it can be a little bit crazy and birth can be very intense sometimes, so yeah there's pretty much risks with everything you do there's risks with having morphine there's risks with having an epidural and you know there are some risks with having a water birth as well so let's talk about them now um so pretty much the main risks are that when you're giving birth to your baby in the bath okay let, let's just go to the like you're having birth outside of the bath first when you're having birth like outside of the bath, like say on the bed or something like that, um, when the ba you're pushing the baby and the head is crowning, which means like, you know, there's no point in return here, like the head's coming out and it's very tight and things like that. When the head is crowning, normally the midwife will use like a warm washer and protect your perineum, which is like, um, like I guess the bottom of your vagina, like that bottom bit so we kind of put a little bit of pressure there to prevent it from tearing and things like that um, 
so obviously like a lot of people tear as well it really just depends on like you know your skin type and things like that you can't really control if you're going to tear or not too much if yeah but what I'm trying to say is like when you're outside of the bath like we normally protect your perineum and try to reduce the risk of tears as much as possible um, but when you're in the bath you're in full control so it's pretty much hands off for the midwife so you push the baby out yourself um, and like we'll help you pull the baby up if you're not confident with that but the pushing stage of the head that's all on you so when you're out of the bath the midwife can tell you okay time to slow down now and like you know gradually it will stretch slowly but when you're in the bath you're in full control so the risk is if you push really hard really quick and you don't make it come nice and slow then you could have a tear you know so that's pretty much it but in saying that, I think most women have pretty good instincts and when you're pushing the head out and it hurts, naturally you slow down, you know. So even without saying, like I feel like most women just push slowly anyway because it's painful. They don't want to push too hard. So I think, yeah, see how you go. But that's one of the risks that you could have increased perineal trauma because we can't support the perineum. Um... Another thing that's a bit risky is it really depends on the bath, but if you don't like open your legs enough um, or get in a good position, there could be a risk of shoulder dystocia. Um, this is when the baby gets stuck. So normally with the shoulder dystocia, the head comes out first, um, but sometimes like the head comes out, but the chin doesn't come out. So the midwives can tell because they kind of go near the head and try to scoop under to feel the chin and the head stuck um, or sometimes even the head comes out and then the baby turns but the shoulders get stuck um, yeah so just so I don't freak anyone out this can happen you know even when you're giving birth on a bed or anything like that the baby can get stuck but as you can imagine if you're in the water like in the bath in the water and this happens like that's more it's, it's more difficult for the midwife to do the maneuvers to get the baby out so sometimes when this happens like we'll tell you to get in a different position like you know try to open your pelvis and try to get the baby out like that um, but with lots of slippery water around and when you're in a bath that can be you know quite dangerous because you could slip over like yeah you can just imagine it just gets a little messy when that happens so I think that's probably midwife's number one fear with water births is that there'll be a shoulder dystocia and you know you want to make sure the baby comes out safely so yeah anyway that's pretty rare that doesn't happen all the time but you asked for the risks you asked about water births so that's one of the risks that I feel like scares midwives the most. Now that we've moved past all that scary stuff let's talk about some nice story time and we'll talk about my experiences with water birth and yeah because honestly I've been very very blessed every water birth that I've had has gone so smoothly and perfectly and it's just like one of those videos that you watch on YouTube and you're like I want my birth to be like that like that is every time I see a water birth that is how I feel I'm like yep that'll be me I love it it just looks so like natural and just amazing um so I'm just going to talk about my stories in general because, you know, for confidentiality reasons, we just keep it, keep it basic. So I'll tell you a few little things from each story about what I really loved. 
So what I really love is when the water births are happening, I find like, oh, another kind of like benefit too is like it helps people relax really well in the bath and cope with the pain better. So therefore like their labor progresses a little bit quicker. So when you're in like your first stage of labor, so first stage is when like you're in the, you know, labor, labor, labor. Second stage is when you're pushing the baby out kind of thing. Um, so when you're in the first stage of labor and you're in the bath and you feel like you're in your own space and relaxed, I feel like from my experience, generally women progress a lot quicker. So that's another great benefit is that, yeah, your labor goes a bit quicker, hopefully. And yeah, I just feel like it feels really natural and really smooth. Um, but what I love is in the water birth, like I love when they've, you know, got the water on and if you bring in like your own little battery candles and put them all around the bath with the lights off, I just think that's so beautiful and relaxing. Um, a lot of people I know have made little playlists as well. So they'll bring in like a little speaker and they'll play some nice relaxing music. I find that really sets a mood. So I love that. So you've got the music on, the lights, you're immersed in the water and that's really beautiful. Um, so another thing that's really exciting is like when the head's coming out. Um, sometimes, honestly, like before we even get the chance to check, like the head's kind of already coming. So a lot of the time the woman will be like, oh, I can feel the pressure. And then when I get, by the time I get my long gloves on and put my hand down there to feel, the head's already there. So that's pretty cool. Um, Something I love is like when the woman is like on all fours kind of thing and yeah, they're pushing the baby and then when the little head comes out, all you can see is the head come out and the baby's like cheeks are all chubby and squished and they just start like kind of licking the water because they're like, ooh, <laughs> this tastes different to the amniotic fluid I've been having for nine months. So like they always like lick the water with their little tongue and they look like super, super confused. So I always find that really cute. Um... Yeah, and then pretty much what happens is the head comes out and then you've got to wait for the next contraction. So while that's happening, the head kind of turns to the side a little bit. And when the body comes out, the baby just whoop, comes on out and then you just kind of guide the baby. Um, honestly, they kind of like, sometimes they move their arms like they're almost swimming. It's pretty cool. And um, yeah, then the mum, like I'll help her, but I'll say, mum, like pick up your baby now. And then she just goes down, picks up the baby out of the bath and straight onto her skin. And literally that's how natural it is. It's so exciting. And then, you know, the other midwife that comes in that helps me, she'll grab a warm towel and give the baby a dry off so it's not too cold. And then the mum's just there holding the baby. It's beautiful. So, yeah. So after that happens, um, so pretty much like push the head out, Head just kind of sits there for a bit, wait for the next contraction, body comes out, make sure everything comes out underwater, and then you just gently pick the baby up and put it on mum's chest. So once that happens, then, you know, I think it's good to do the delayed cord clamping, um, which for anyone that doesn't know what that is, pretty much your placenta is supplying blood and nutrients to the baby, right? So when the baby comes out and goes on your chest, the placenta keeps pumping all that blood to the baby for a little bit. So if you wait till the cord goes like completely white, then all the blood and nutrients from that placenta goes to the baby. So that's the benefits of delayed cord clamping. They'll have more blood volume and more nutrients from the placenta. So yeah, 
pretty much when the cord goes white if everything's going smoothly then we do a little clamp clamp and we cut the cord and we do get mum to hop out of the bath for the placenta and I will explain why so pretty much when the placenta is delivered you have a bit of a bleed after and if you bleed in the bath um, it's too hard for us to tell how much blood you're losing so for example if I tipped 100 mils of you know red food dye in a bath versus like 500 mils of red food dye in a bath it would be very hard to tell the difference like because all you're doing is basing it off the color so it's it's just too hard for us to you know safely estimate that oh sorry Frankie's got my pen you want to be part of this don't you mate yeah say hello Don't do that. Here, have your bacon chew. <laughs> okay, that's disgusting. Sorry, everyone, that's disgusting. Um, anyway, so you move out of the bath and you hop onto the bed and we give you a shot of oxytocin to help the placenta come off the wall of the uterus and safely come out so then you don't have a hemorrhage. Um, yeah, so they'll explain that to you when you go there. But yeah, after you have a baby, boom, shot in the leg of that oxytocin. And then we normally help your placenta come out. And then if you, baby's on your chest the whole time, so that's not affected or anything like that, you'll still have the skin to skin. And yeah, when the placenta comes out, we give your tummy a rub called your fundus, which is the top of your uterus. And we just check that that's well contracted and you're not having a hemorrhage and things like that. And honestly, that's pretty much how it goes. So if you like the sounds of that, you should get onto it. Um, yeah, but most of the time when people get in the bath, like honestly, I really do feel like they progress quicker and they're in control. They just push the baby out and pick it up. And it's, it's honestly so like amazing. It's just a, what a time to be alive to watch water births a few times a week. Like I feel so lucky. It is so cool. So if that sounds like something that interests you, you should definitely research water births and give it a go. But if you're listening to this and you think, okay, that sounds a little too intense. I don't want to actually birth the baby in the bath. That's fine. You can labor in the bath. And then when you feel like the pressure in your bottom, like you want to do a poo, that's what it feels like when the head comes. When you feel that constant pressure, like it's honestly like it just doesn't go away. Then just step out of the bath and go and birth out of the bath, that's fine. Birth on the bed, birth standing up, whatever you wanna do. But um, yeah, like just because I'm saying water birth, it doesn't mean you have to actually give birth in the water. If that's too much for you, then that's fine. You can at least like labor in the water like I'm saying. And then when you feel like you're getting fully dilated, get out of the bath, it's all good. So yeah. I hope that you guys have learned something from this podcast and yeah, I hope some of you are inspired to have a water birth now because it's awesome. Like, although there's some risks that I talked about, everything in birth has risks, honestly. And if you feel like going in the bath will help with your pain relief and reduce your risk of having, you know, an epidural and things like that, then why not give it a go? And yeah. Honestly, when you're in birth, just go with the flow. No birth is the same. That's all I'm saying. Every day is different. So, and everybody is different. Some people cope well, some people don't, and that's perfectly okay. You just do you, do you boo, do whatever you want to do. It's your, it's your labor, it's your birth, it's your story. So, yeah.
hope that you all have a good day out there and Frankie say bye sorry every time I do that that sounds so bad he pretty much gets excited and just licks it Alright, well until next time, from me and Frankie that won't leave me alone, have a lovely day. Bye bye.